What have we here? You'll notice uh, if you're watching the video. Or actually, if you're hearing this, you might notice a little difference. This is our first remote episode ever. It only took us three light years to get things mother effing set up and rolling, but you know, it can happen. Yes. Uh, yeah. from, from across the galaxy. <laughs> uh, if you guys are checking us out for the first time, you definitely want to go over to roguesquadronpodcast.com where you can find all of our uh, fanboy commentary. And that's where we do this shit while we listen and watch some of the movies. So. Most recently, well, yeah, yeah, it was was Rogue One. Uh, we were a little late getting that one up there, but it is up now. Obviously, the most recent Star Wars movie. So check that out. Some pretty hilarious shit that we uh, rambled on while we watched that. And then, obviously, once Last Jedi comes out, man, that's the next big thing on everyone's mind right now. But we're gonna get into that shit later in this episode. So what do we have uh, coming up, oh, dude? Uh, so Entertainment Weekly last week did a whole spread about. The Last Jedi stuff. And they did an article per day for seven days about different characters. So there's a bunch of new pictures, a bunch of stuff from like Ryan Johnson and Daisy Ridley about the characters and what we're going to expect. So we have a lot to go over. Fantastic. And we got to catch up on fucking Game of Thrones. Also, fucking StarCraft came out and uh, I downloaded that and... It's uh, glorious, as I expected. I, so. You mentioned that you want to talk about that, but you need to elaborate because StarCraft has been out for a while, and StarCraft 2 has also been out for a while. So what StarCraft just came out? It's the remastered original from, like, 1996. So uh, um, nice. it's delicious, delicious, and all ready to play. It's only 15 bucks too, so... Nice. Um, I, I literally would have paid 30 bucks for that. So they definitely missed out on some money. Um, <clears throat> and uh, I, I pre-ordered it uh, through like Blizzard's piece of shit hosting system. <laughs> I literally pre-ordered it. Uh, I saw it on uh, Facebook, pre-ordered it. And then when I tried to download it yesterday, they're like, yeah, your pre-order doesn't exist, bitch. I'm like, uh, I definitely fucking paid for this. So um, I fought with them and fought with them. And I finally dungled my way through it and figured it out but it was definitely a pain in the ass to download is uh blizzard shit not on steam or anything i don't know i i had to literally go through like download their blizzard app or whatever and then download the game onto that blizzard app it was just it, i've never dealt with that it was like a, a separate steam but for blizzard games i do not like um, blizzard shit i don't know why i mean well, this is my first thing that was just like Fuck this! This is kind of confusing. I yeah, wish I, I could just no went on, went online and just said uh, download done. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I have no reason for it. I just don't like Blizzard. Uh, speaking of the StarCraft remaster, they are supposed to be bringing out an Age of Empires remaster. Um, they announced it at E3, so Xbox is coming out with all the original Xbox stuff is backwards compatible, and they're coming out with a new Age of Empires that isn't only remastered; it's also going to be on Xbox. So, I was Age actually of Empires. I I always floated between StarCraft and Age of Empires because they were like equal opposites. StarCraft was a much simpler game and then 
Age of Empires, you could just kind of fuck around and do whatever you want. <laughs> well, but, and uh, also one was in space with aliens and one was, you know, ancient civilization. <clears throat> there was a, a simplicity to StarCraft, though, because you only had three species you could be. It was like man, bugs, and like <laughs> future beings, like they floated around. But it was, it, they all had their benefits, and it was a very equal game. Like, the bugs aren't very strong, but they reproduce so quickly that there's just a thousand of them running around. And then the opposite was, like, the future species, the Protoss. It took forever to make one guy, but that guy was fucking strong. Yeah. So, it, and then they, they, you know, they equaled each other out, and uh, it, was, it was a good game. So, nice. um but, I mean, really, when I looked at it, and it was just a remaster digitally, I believe, <clears throat> um, they, it was, since it's a 20-year-old game, there's only so much they can do, so now it only looks 10 years old. Right. So, <laughs> but it, it's still, it's, like, fun to play. Yeah. And, uh, I, I'd still spend another 15 bucks on it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, they there's no announcement or news about the Age of Empires thing. I'm just checking, you know, a few times a month until I can fucking... Get that shit on my Xbox and play again. I, I still have the first two and then like the Conquerors expansion for the second one. Yeah. And then I think I still have uh, Age of Mythology, which threw a whole spin in it because you could like yeah. build a, a Titan and it was just like Godzilla running around stepping on humans. <laughs> it was fucking ridiculous. Yeah, like fucking Rampage meets Age of Empires. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> which, by the way, Rampage did not hold up at all. No, we put, you played it at the, uh, the Barcade a few weeks ago, right? Yeah, it's terrible. All you do is like hang on a building and punch people, yeah, which just, is all, which is fun. But <laughs> yeah, well, it's kind of like Dynasty Warriors. You just like run around, and just mash buttons, and it, like kill as much things as you possibly can. Now, I do remember uh, way back in the day in like uh, middle school when we used to have those roller rink dance party things. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, dude. Um, roller so skating there, I, oh, the only yeah, the only reason I went to the roller skate all the road danks. Uh, <laughs> The only reason I went was because they had a Rampage arcade game uh, there. So I, I would tell my mom, I'm going to go hang out with a bunch of friends, and I ended up just standing there playing that fucking game. I must have forgot about the Rampage. At the, I assume we went to the same rink because we were our schools were like right next door. But I, they had a Simpsons arcade game there, too. I would always play the fucking Simpsons arcade game. Yeah. Not that I watch the Simpsons or care about the Simpsons, but I don't know. I just gravitated towards it for some reason. No, that's a decent game. It, I think uh, the, uh, the platform of the game was exactly like... Um, uh, TMNT, that uh, the arcade one, like the back in time one, right, right, forward in in the past or whatever the fuck's called, <laughs> forward into the past. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> the right one. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the correct one. So, oh, oh shit, man. So you're you're caught up on Game of Thrones, is that correct? I am correct. Game thought of caught up. <laughs> Wait, we got to step back a second. We have to drink our beer. So we're <laughs> drinking for one of the first times. Stop with the bell, man. Guys, it's time to drink. <laughs> so I, I have to give a shout announcement. Out. Yeah. So I was in uh, Nova Scotia with uh, a guy that, from work, and uh, he said, "You got You got to buy something here." And he said, oh, "I'll get you something small. What do you want?" I said, "I want a beer opener." And he found this one. He, he was a Mennonite guy, so he doesn't like drink or anything. But he found this one, and he and he started ringing it. He's like, "So everybody knows what time it is." I'm like, what time is it? He's like, time to drink. <laughs> I was just like, dude, you're fucking killing me. So, That's awesome. So now I, I use this bell from... I'm going to have uh, to do that. Uh, Prince Edward Island, I believe, is where I got this. The P P E I. Pay. Uh, that's like the begin, begin, the dangus of our episode. Uh, the beginning of our episode with the beer open. 
That's the that's the the signal. Everybody, crack your beers open. You make sure you have that bell next to you from every episode from here on out. Don't Thank ring you. it again. Just just once. It's fine. It's not. I, I got to <laughs> ring it every two minutes because I, I got to take a sip. <laughs> every sip. So, uh, uh, so should I introduce my beer? Yeah, go for it. Uh, so since we're not local anymore, I, I had to try to find something out my way. Uh, and it ended up being Yards Brewing. Uh, it's called The Brawler. Uh, it is, let me look at it. I don't even know what the fuck it is. Let me tell you. Oh, we talked about this a little bit. Uh, a pugilist. It's like pugilist. Yeah, you're trying ale. to figure out how to say it. Pugilist, pugilist, pugilist. It's some type of fucking ist, uh, <laughs> style ale. It says, uh, superior taste, champion flavor. And it has a little, uh, boxer guy fighting the devil over here. So. <laughs> nice. It's, uh, yeah, like I said, it's called the Brawler. Uh, let's see. Dig it. Philadelphia. It's right out of Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Um, and it's really low alcohol, I believe. 4.2%. But Do you, whenever you hear the word Philadelphia, think of that quote from um, Big Daddy? Like I do? No, I have no clue what you're talking about. With the little kid when they're trying to quiz him? Philadelphia. Whenever yeah, someone no, I... says Philadelphia, I'm just like, Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if I do know why. Now that you said that, I, I know I know exactly what quote you're talking about. Hip hop anonymous. So uh, uh, crack that shit open, man. Are you gonna well, pour it out? I got to. Hold on. What happened? You oh, got shit. your audio got kicked to my phone. What? <laughs> or to my uh, default speakers. We're getting fucking. Uh, Hacked by the rebel force. Bothans. I mean, that's what I blame it on. There <laughs> we go. Can you hear me now? No. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let me just uh, use a force. Force try harder. Uh, you want to record. You're going to do it. <laughs> it's okay. Fucking ass. Oh, wow. You sound a lot better now. You just changed something. Yeah. Oh, there you go. You must have, was, you must not have had the microphone on. I don't think it was plugged in all the way. This the the, the connection on the bottom of it's really fucking loose, uh, and I hate it because that <laughs> microphone's a little more sensitive than uh, than the ones we usually use. So I thought I was just getting some room noise, but now you sound a lot better, man. Hell yeah! Thank God. So we got to restart this shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good day, Galaxy. Uh, mm. So you drank your beer. You're not pouring it out. No glass. Come on, man. I don't have no, I, I don't own any glasses. It comes in the, on its own glass. So um, <laughs> it is a lot heavier than I expected for how uh, light and alcohol it is. Uh, pugilist, I don't know. I, I, I can taste the bits of pugil. So, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Sounds like a Star Wars character. Yeah. Brewed from bits pugil. of real pugil. That's how I know it's good. <laughs> no, I, it, this is a very drinkable beer. It's, uh, it's a bit darker. Than I expected, uh, and it's out of Philadelphia. So hang on. Yeah, <laughs> I grabbed the Bell's Amber. Uh, which, which Bell's way? is always good. Now you got your your face is in my screen now. I don't know where to hold the beer bottle at. Angles. Uh, Bell's is always good. I don't think I've had a bad beer from them. I think we talked about that before. Can't wait for the Midwestern Pale to come back out here in a few weeks as we get closer to autumn. Uh, but this is just their Amber Ale. It's just a regular American Amber, five point eight percent alcohol by volume. It's fresh. Um, it's really good. No complaints. It's an amber. There's not anything like crazy about it. It's just your standard amber ale. And I like it. 
Standard Pugilist. <laughs> not standard. Mm. Pugilist. I hate this beer. There's mm. there's an item in uh, Skyrim called Pugilist Gloves. That's where I've heard that, that word before. Pugilist. Pugilist, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. No, it's real. I'm I, looking it up. I give up. Pugilist up. Gloves. Done. This says it has knockout flavor. Well... I don't know if that's good or not. Brewed and bottled in a city of brotherly love. (laughs) Gloves of the pugilist. Yeah, from Skyrim. Yeah. A pair of what do do they do? What's the upgrade? Fur gauntlets. Uh, Let's see. I'm going to click on the button. I'll tell you. Plus plus then uh, ABV. (laughs) Oh, you get them in in the rat way under Riften. You just get hammered all the time. When you're trying to find find that Esburn bastard. Uh, let's see. Fortify unarmed, which makes Low sense. Key, that is that is one of my least favorite parts of the whole game. Is the is main quest? To, is the main quest just in Riften? I oh hate, yeah. And even though I love the sneak uh, skill, and I use it pretty much in every battle. Yeah. I hate that whole underground. It's just come on. Not I wish fun. I could skip that. Yeah, it's not fun. Um. Yeah. So pugilist. Yeah, it's real. I found it. So they keep it's plus ten warmth to your hands <laughs> while you drink your beer. Your beer stays cold. Exactly. And exactly. Uh, yeah. So I'm digging this amber man. So somebody did uh, shout at us on Twitter. I can't remember who. I think it was Brian Shannon. He's always yelling at us. He said that we should sign up for one of those subscription boxes for craft beer and just sign up at the same time for the same plan, and we'll both get hopefully, I would assume, the same beer or selection of beers every week or every month, and then we can just review those. What, uh, I mean, is it like a monthly fee you have to pay? Yeah, and then they just send you a certain amount every month, like a fucking Blue Apron or that, you know, Loot Crate or whatever the hell those other ones are. Luke Cage? Yeah, (laughs) Luke Cage. Luke Cage beer. I I had to stop watching Iron Fist, and I I tweeted this, and I said, the the show is not very good. But it did really get me interested in the the character of Iron Fist. So I kind of want to like get some comics. I listened to a few podcasts about the character, like his origins from the actual comic series. Um, but I, I had to stop watching the show. It just <laughs> it got goofy as hell. It's just Dude, cheesy. I don't man. know. I don't know why you haven't started Stranger Things. It's like fucking eight episodes oh, long, know. and it's so easy to watch. I, I literally almost did last night. I scrolled. I was. I scrolled through Netflix, and I was like, yeah. It's, you here. could bust that out. You you could bust that out in a week. A good long a good long week. You could bust that out. It's pretty quick. Yeah, an eight day week. Um, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I haven't been doing anything. I, I booted up my internet, which has been great when it works, but for whatever reason, like every hour, it'll just like turn off and then go back on. Oh, you so, got to call them, motherfuckers, about that. You can't have it in a battlefield match. I, I had to go out and buy a uh, modem and router all in one uh-huh. um, because whatever, Xfinity or Comcast was going to charge me like 10 bucks a month to use their modem. I was like, how about you go fuck yourself and I'll go buy my own goddamn modem. <laughs> you could buy a so, better modem anyways. <clears throat> well, and I low-key thought... Uh, Loki. I, I Thor thought... Fucking uh, around in Valhalla right now? <laughs> in the hollow net. I, I thought that the uh, wireless router that I had would work, but it, I literally had to try to plug in an aux cable in the back of it, and I didn't have a port, so I had to go out and get one. So Damn. Uh, but, I mean, it's fine. I mean, going forward, I'll just have one 
machine, one fucking uh, electronic that'll handle it all. So <laughs> we got uh, a peer on motherfuckers here in the chat. Oh, Jesus, yelling dog. at me for not seeing Stranger Things. I'm sorry, Digital Cowboy. I just exactly. Sorry, man. When are we gonna be uh, stars? The, the, the schlummies on on Terrace. Yeah, how close is that game to coming out? I might be dead by 2020, man. I can't wait that long. <laughs> I can't wait that long. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get that shit cracking, man. Uh, anybody, we're talking about Apiron Kotor. Uh, they've been on the show before, and we've t- raved about them before. Go check them out. They are remaking the greatest game of all time uh, in new awesome graphics and Kotor. a bunch of awesome goodness. Kotor, yeah. So Apiron, A-P-E-I-R-O-N, Kotor on Ape. Twitter. And Ape on, iron. yeah, literally Ape Iron. The best, you guys, stick to making games because you cannot come up with <laughs> titles of things. God, uh, <laughs> no, we, we love them. Go check them out. Um, but yeah, they promised us a cameo in the game. So I want to, uh, the, the only other cameo, we can be the schlummy drunks on Terrace. And then I want to show up in the fields of uh, Dan Tween, uh, just passed out in the flowing wheat fields. <laughs> Like, you'll just come across my body and there's just beer cans all around. <laughs> Calf hounds just, like, picking at your face. Exactly. <laughs> that, that'll be perfect. That's all I want. That's all we need. Oh, man. Um, so. Well, shit. So, if anybody didn't know, Mopar's in motherfucking... Where you at? New Jersey now? New Jersey. Maine. No, I'm, I'll be in New Jersey tomorrow, but I, uh, I'm, at, I'm in home. I'm in at home. I'm around the house. Where's your new home? Drangus. <laughs> is what I was going <laughs> the for. The United States... Uh, of Durangus's. Um it's it's right next to the uh, Pugilist County of uh, <laughs> <No>, I <laughs> Seven I'm right Kingdoms. Between, it, it's called Marietta, uh, Pennsylvania. So it's a really, really small thing on a big, big river. Near Harrisburg, right? Uh about a half hour yeah. away from Harrisburg. So Mobar's in uh, Pennsylvania now. Our neighbors to the west, to the east. Pennsylvania. Sure. <laughs> yeah, to the east. That's why. I thought you were in New Jersey for a second. All well, I told you I was going to be in New together. Jersey tomorrow. I'll be in New Jersey tomorrow. Oh, yeah. So I just subconsciously ruined everything. Um. All right. Yeah. So this is our first fucking Skype thing. Well, great day, Galaxy. Um, <laughs> let's get into this, uh, the uh, entertainment daily shit. Star Wars uh, first or Thrones first? What's that? Star Wars first or Thrones first? Well, let's let's spoil some Thrones first. We're gonna wait, right. wait make the the peeps wait for oh, the yeah. Star Wars shit. Star Wars. Um, so we haven't really talked about Game of Thrones at all. No, we haven't touched it at all. So we're five episodes in now. Yeah. Um. So what, what what's your immediate thoughts of this season? Uh, it's been great. See, uh, episode three was weak, but everything else has been really, really great. I think they've done a good job in. Pushing the storyline along and also bringing back old elements and reminding us of some of the old storylines that uh, that started like in season one. They And that, like having that preview at the beginning of the episode, like previously on Game of Thrones really helps because there's obviously anyone knows there's so much shit in Thrones. It's hard, so hard to follow. And yeah. the pace of like season one and two was gradual and kind of following just a few houses. And now we're going so quick and there's so many things that we have to keep track of all across like Westeros and Essos. And that's lovely. Uh, so they're doing a good job of keeping the pace and not rushing through things. Um, the only complaint I have is like season three or <laughs> episode three. Episode three. Just, See, it it seemed kind of slow. I, 
I wasn't even uh, upset about any of them. Um, the biggest thing about this season is finally we've had six seasons of everybody's going their own way. And finally, we have everybody coming together, um, especially uh, in Windhelm or Winterfell or w- w- Wonderlust. What, what the fuck's the Winter? Win- one? King of the North. Winterfell. Oh. Winterfell. We do this every so, time. You just mix up Skyrim and uh, I know. I, I always know. I always default to Skyrim. I, I blame remember. Bethesda for that. I mean, they kind of just took the name. Yeah, Wind Windhelm Winterfell. Okay, um, but now that we have like the Hound, we yes. have uh, Jon Snow. <laughs> yeah, we've got Tyrion. Tyrion's not there yet, right? He's not who's with going, them right now. Who's He's, going? Who's going north of the wall right now? So you got all right. Yeah. So this was like one of the coolest reunions ever. I was so happy. You got the Brotherhood, some people from the mm-hmm. Brotherhood. So Thoros and Beric, who has the flaming and the sword, hound. and you got the Hound. You got the Wildlings led by Tormund, who's one of my favorite characters. Mm-hmm. Jon Snow's there. Jorah is back and healed, back in the Queen's service. I love him. He's mm-hmm. one of my favorite characters. And then you have Gendry who was one of the coolest uh, comebacks in season seven. Like him back in the forge and then he busted out that hammer and I was like, dude, that is so Robert's son. Because anyone that knows like Robert, that was his weapon of choice was the war hammer and he was just a badass man. And I loved how he just blatantly was just like, I'm a Baratheon. I hate John. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's perfect because they like, they're so similar. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it was cool that they, uh, th- their first encounter with each other, they kind of like went back and forth and like, uh, just, I, what's the best way to say that? Uh, trying to get a feel for each other. Well, yeah, I guess they, they were kind of feeling each other out, feeling each other up. Um, but they were, they went back and forth and like co- made fun of each other a little bit. And I was just yeah. like, that's just like their fathers. Like yeah. they would just say one thing. The other guy's just like, Hey, you fucking fat fuck. Fuck you. <laughs> and just like, Oh, that makes a lot of sense. So, um, I did like that kind of the banter back and forth. Uh, uh even within the first, uh, the first meeting, <clears throat> first meeting. So you gotta dingle the, the bell when you take a sip. <laughs> um, yeah, it's cool because Gendry has come from nothing and, knew that he was the bastard son of a king for so short of time and like it means something to him but he still doesn't have like any arrogance or any pride or anything like that he's just laying the shit out for Jon Snow so he can be completely honest from like day one one of my favorite things of all time and it's clear I think everybody's uh, like top three uh, characters in in Game of Thrones one of them's got to be Jon Snow of course he like does no wrong he's he's the bastard son of course um so he's, he's easily top three for everybody. Oh, yeah. Um, but I absolutely loved when Jon Snow was trying to leave, going, trying to go back home. And uh, Khaleesi was just like, I didn't, I'm not saying, I didn't allow you to leave. I haven't allowed you to leave yet. And he's like, uh, listen, I'm a king too, so fuck off. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was a quote, but it was just like a backhand. He's just like, listen, I'm I don't a need king. permission. I don't ha- I don't need your permission. Yeah. I just walk the fuck out. I'm like, God, yes. damn right, Jon Snow. And then she totally respected oh. him for that. And then yeah. they talked right before they, <clears throat> right before he left. And dude, I think they're going to hook up. So this, Daenerys this was the- giving him the Cal Drogo eyes when he was getting ready to leave. The Cal Drogo. <laughs> <laughs> They bag me. Uh, <clears throat> the so 
the smallest little thing, and I actually had to watch a video about this uh, to completely understand it. So Sam, right? His yeah. name's Sam. His his uh, maester, Samwell. His his wife mentioned something in a book. Yeah. Before he left. Yeah. That I don't know if anybody flew, caught that. Yeah, that flew over my head, and I when I watched the video, I was just like, oh shit! That yeah. was like the giveaway that uh, John Snow is a Targaryen, guaranteed. So confirming you know, vision. Yeah, you probably know the names better. So go ahead and into the details of that. So Gilly and Sam are just chilling at the end of the day, and she's just reading a bunch of books because she's bored as hell. Because maesters don't allow women in the citadel, so she's bored. And she says something about an annulment, and then yep. she's reading an old maester's uh, scroll or book, whatever. And she says this maester gave an annulment to Rhaegar Targaryen and his wife in Dorne and remarried him in secret. So if anybody remembers, obviously Rhaegar Targaryen was married to Elia Martell from Dorne. Didn't love her. He wanted uh, Lyanna Stark, which everybody Who knows from... Eddard's sister. Eddard's sister and from Bran's vision in the end of season six. That's who gives birth to Jon Snow. So Jon is a Stark and Targaryen, obviously. But now we have Bran's vision confirmed from a maester's records in the books, which is pretty crazy. So that confirms what? That Jon Snow is a Targaryen and a Stark. Oh, I know what it is. Sorry, I, I slightly skipped over something. We we knew that he was born from Rhaegar and Lyanna, but the remarrying and the annulment of like the marriage with Elia in Dorne, I think, proves that now he's not a bastard Stark. He's an actual true-born Targaryen. Like if they officially got married, Lyanna and Rhaegar... And then she gave birth to Jon Snow. Then he's not an actual bastard. He's literally a Targaryen now. Well, and that's why when we were talking earlier, well, I had sent that in the group text that he embodies fire and ice. He's a Stark and a Targaryen. Yeah. So, and he's the blood, obviously the bloodline of both. And that's why he was able to walk straight up to that fucking dragon and yep. pin it on its gullet. Fuck. And yeah. that's when Danny looked down and was like, uh, oh, I'm yeah. the only one. I'm the only one that should be able to pet my dragons. So I wonder if we try to light John John uh, Snow on fire, if he would melt, or if he would come walking out, and he could be the uh, the uncle of dragons. <laughs> uh, Digital Cowboy said, "There's a fan theory that Gilly, since she's there at the Citadel with Sam, and is reading all this shit and is very smart, that she'll be like the first female Maester in Westeros. That'd be pretty cool. I doubt it. Yeah, I doubt it. Be pretty cool. They may not throw stuff like that in. I mean, they can't. They can't get too detailed. Like we only have two episodes left." Of season seven. And then season eight is only supposed to be four, I think, or five episodes long. Like, shit, man. It's not... We don't have that much left. Um, yeah, so obviously Jon Snow is the big thing. Um, Arya and her little training duel with Brienne was one of the coolest fucking things ever. We've yeah. been waiting and waiting for Arya to be in the action. Obviously, she's been in the middle of everything, but she was getting shit on for so long and then was but training with... Uh, uh, the faceless men for so long, and but now Arya, she's, yeah, she she started the whole season with the most badass thing ever. <laughs> she walked right in and murdered an entire family. That's true. That's true. I guess maybe I was thinking about seeing her like in an actual sword fight or like in action as opposed to sneaking <clears throat> and well, she's come full, and, full circle because remember the first season, her dad hid. That like fake wooden shit or no, it was a needle. He like hit it and tried to take her from it or take it from her. Um, 
and then he finally hired that uh, uh, City of Pharrell. Yes. Um, so it's cool to see her like start training there and then come full circle into yeah. taking on the most badass people and easily like fucking them up. So although she's getting played by Littlefinger, which we saw in this last episode, which is you know, unfortunate, that, but I also make sense because you know she's still young. That makes me mad. I don't think <laughs> they should give that much power to Littlefinger. Dude, he's been doing that for like forty years. <laughs> I know, but it's still like he has to be special somehow. Like, well, how do you just know everything? Oh, I've got little birdies. Well, you could also shut the fuck up and change your clothes. <laughs> I just, I don't understand. Like everybody else, they show how they show how they figure stuff out. They show how they get the details or how they get the information. Yeah, they can't. He do just it with walks everyone. around and just knows everything, and he walks the fuck out, and everything burns down. And then he, then he does that little stupid smirk. And I hope he dies. I mean, I didn't want Arya to be duped by by him or anybody, but it, it makes sense. I mean, he is like the plotting side of what Arya has learned. He's been doing that his whole life. Now I wonder if um, I, I can never remember his name. Varys, yeah. Varys and Littlefinger. I wonder if they'll meet. Here real soon because it seems like Danny might end up in the north, uh, yeah. regardless to help out uh, little Johnny, Johnny Flurries. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I wonder if the, the, if they'll meet up and how that'll go. Uh, yeah, that'd be interesting. And speaking of Littlefinger and old shit that he said, Bran busting mm-hmm. out mad quotes, dude. Bran was, mm-hmm. was being a badass in episode four, I think it was. Littlefinger's trying to talk shit, and anybody that's seen Bran this season knows he's like, just like staring off in the distance, not talking, barely. Just he's not Bran anymore, which is what he said. He's like Bran's gone. He's the three-eyed Raven now. Littlefinger tried to talk some shit, give him the dagger, and then Bran's like, "Chaos is a ladder, dude." <laughs> I, 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 I saw that conversation. You better pay attention, dude. Which I it's awesome, but I'm also like Bran. Why don't you tell everybody everything? Like, right. you know so much shit. Like, just spill it out or just write a scroll. I know he sent the letter to the maesters, but still, man, he has so much stuff that's just in his head. Like, spill that out. That would, like... It's very, it's very true because I, I feel like John would listen to him. Well, that so, would, like, change the course of what they're in the middle of doing. Yeah. Well, we just saw him send, like, 30 pigeons over the wall, and they all saw the fucking Walking Dead. So, um, we'll, we'll see what happens with that. The Ice Walking Dead. The Ice Walk, yeah. The, the Night King. Yeah. And this has been building. I mean, the, the whole thing is the winter is coming and now it's here. So, yeah. <clears throat> but yeah. Well, so uh, let me, or tell me if you know, when we're talking about since Jon Snow, uh, since winter came, well, it's been what, a hundred years or whatever since winter had come. Were they, like ref- were, were they referring to the White Walkers as the winter back then as well? No, because the White Walk. I mean, the White Walkers don't come every single winter. Okay. I don't. I don't know exactly what triggered them to come back. I. I don't know. Um, I forget that part from the book if it was explained, but I don't really remember. Um. So I don't want to sound like a Nangus. But because because it's so uh, symbolic in in this series with winter coming and it like winter is already here. It's cold and everything, but winter's still coming. It's it's the. It's the White Walkers as uh, as winter. Hmm. Yeah, I mean that I could know. be something that like that Ned always meant with the Stark words is that obviously winter is coming eventually, no matter what. But winter, in terms of some 
fucking dank darkness is coming too. So pay attention. I wonder how, uh, and Tommy Boy brought this up, are, are they still going to go gung-ho and try to get a White Walker to Cersei? Because that seems a fucking long stretch. What are they going to do? Like put them in that... So. But put them in that like... Ah, uh, uh, what was a it? A cage. A cage. Like <laughs> the, uh, the, the Hulk cage from... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where you're going with the Hulk cage. I'm staying right here with it. So, <laughs> yeah, I think so. I mean, that was the the last like third or fourth of the of episode five is them deciding to do that, and then Jon Snow goes up and meets up with my favorite characters ever, and then starts to go north of the Wall. Um, I don't think they're going to actually go to King's Landing because I feel like Cersei would have something planned and just like ambush them, even if she agreed to meet. I feel like maybe they'll arrange like a neutral meeting place somewhere. You know what would actually be cool and uh, probably not as cool as I'm making it sound because I'm thinking it up right now um, is if everybody started realizing that winter is coming, the White Walkers are real and they just got up and left and went to the north to go help and Cersei was left in King's Landing by herself to like fend for herself. Now you rule over nobody. Yeah. Because every, everybody's up there fighting for for their own lives, that'd be uh, that'd be interesting. She'd probably be all right with that, dude. I don't know. I uh, when I thought about the the lineups <clears throat> at the end of season six, I didn't think that Cersei and the Lannisters had like a chance at all. I didn't think they were going to be able to do anything. Well, Yurlin Greymane or whatever the fuck his name was. Uh, came with those ships from the Iron Islands and fucked half of everything. I up. did not Danny's, expect that, dude. That was the biggest blow to Danny. That was, and I didn't expect that. Yeah, I. Uh, well, I mean, it just does prove how ruthless he is and how amazing the Greyjoys are at at uh, sea warfare and shit. But it just seemed like almost everybody turned on the Lannisters by the end of season six. So, like, I didn't think that they were going to have a chance in hell, and she seems to be doing. I mean, decent. She was winning she up still, until episode, the end of episode four when Danny rolled in with the dragon and just lit everybody on fire. Well, she's doing all the right things. You know, Lannisters yeah. always had money. And as soon as they ran out, she made a move and then got all the Fucking Tyrells yeah. or Martell's money. No, the Tyrells, yeah. I mean, Ty, I mean that's the perfect move. Yeah. They they uh, baited and switched. You yeah. know, we're going to be over here in uh, Casterly Rock. But by the way, no, we're not. And we're going to be over here taking money back and, and paying dick, our debts. And dick Dastardly Rock. Dick Dastardly, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I have to bring this up because we always laugh about uh, uh, a long time. This is going way on a tangent. A long time ago, Commander and I made a long trip down to South Carolina. And we came across this road called... Why? Ashley, Where did this come from? <laughs> Ashley... I got, I'm, I'm getting to it. Ashley Phosphate Road, which makes no fucking sense. A name, a fucking mineral. What the fuck? Ashley Phosphate Road. We were laughing our asses off. So uh, locally, we were driving around and I saw this street road named Boulevard Avenue. And I couldn't I couldn't stop laughing to myself because it's called, it's called Stony Battery. I was like, that makes no fucking... It's Stony Battery Road. I'm like this... Who's, who's naming this shit? I'm done with it. I'm done with it. Stony Dr Battery. Drunk asses are naming it. You Drunk named asses it. Boulevard. I, I did. <laughs> Tangent over. Tangent over. <laughs> Ashley Falls Fate Road. Wow. It's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. <laughs> okay, so I do have uh, uh, something to show everybody. 
right. I, uh, so since I moved across the goddamn galaxy, I was able to uh, collect all my things, and I went through all my uh, holograms, and I found some excellent shit here. So from our childhood... Yeah, you kept not, all your shit. I didn't. Not only Pokemon cards were big, but these things were big. Oh! And dude. I've got... I've got all of this shit, man. Man, I, got I remember fucking those. Odie Mandrell. I've got Padme. <laughs> I've got Sith Infoldix. I got it all. Um, <laughs> and you know what's funny is it because it came. These are all Episode One things. So what was big in Episode One? Fucking Pod Racers. So I got holographic fucking Pod Racer things. I'm jealous. That's so Odie, awesome, man. Odie Mandrell and shit. And I then I've it. got actually. Uh, uh, Darth Maul's lightsaber and holographic and wow. That's so sweet. But I got, I found this whole fucking, uh, stanky and bullwinkle. What the fuck are they called? Rocky and bullwinkle case. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is in this? So this is what I was, I hit it in when I was fucking 14. I was like, this is going to be a perfect, <laughs> perfect spot for it. And I opened it up. And it's all my old star Wars card. That's awesome. Dragon order gaming wants to know, where's your Ben Quadraneros card? I, it's in there. I got it. Yeah. I got them all. Yeah. I was uh I was super excited because I remember specifically one Christmas, um, I asked for these cards and my mom got me two booster packs, which if you know anything about those cards, two booster packs is like maybe twenty cards because you get ten or maybe eight cards per booster, so it's not a lot. Yeah. And I was I was kinda bummed about it, but I'm like, all right, we'll see we'll see in it what's in these. And I opened up the two booster packs and it ended up being Darth Maul and holographic Darth Maul's lightsaber. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? This is, it couldn't get any better. <laughs> and it's like, you need those two to work together. It's like the perfect combo, too. Motherfucker. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So Dude, those cards I, are sweet, uh, man. Yeah. These are not in, is, uh, in good condition compared to, I still have my whole Pokemon set uh, from my early child's life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't have Which much those at all. Are, those are pristine. I don't <sighs> fuck around with, uh, those things. Which, uh, another rant. Uh, so <laughs> I, I was watching. Um, what is it? Pawn Stars. Did you see? Because it, it was on uh, Facebook. A guy walked into Pawn Stars and talked to the main guy, Rick, who is an older guy. He brought in this whole Pokemon collection and it ended Great. up being just like 200 Charizards <laughs> of all different types. and But they were all Charizards, holographic Charizards. Great. Uh, and the, Rick, obviously, being like 50, has no fucking clue. So he called in his uh, toy boy guy and... Uh, the guy was like, "Yeah, this is uh, estimated value about three hundred and eighty thousand. What? Yeah, that's so. And ridiculous. it was like two hundred Charizards, but there was like Chinese ones and Japanese ones, and then like you know special edition, first edition, a bunch of different stuff. But I'm like three hundred and eighty thousand. That's so ridiculous, that's dude. Fucking nuts. So that's why. Uh, How much did he give him for? Like eighty five thousand? No, he he didn't even. He he said, "I don't know anything about it. I don't know who to sell these to, and yeah. I don't even." I don't know nothing about it, so I can't buy it. That makes sense. And uh, so, yeah. That's a ridiculous oh. amount of money for like little cardboard. Yeah, little pieces of, yeah, paper. How the hell did that get, that kind of shit get so popular? Like collectibles, Dude, stamps, and, and then we, baseball cards, and then like Pokemon. Yeah, we got into it at the perfect time too. So I, that's why I when I look back and I look at my collection, I have the whole first base set. And it's it's kind of funny to like be proud of but we got in it at the perfect time and when when i look back at it, i've got the whole first 
set. And it's just like, dude, that's actually worth something. So yeah. if you ever once you have a child or if you ever need to buy a house or some shit, just take your binder into what was that? What was, that, what was that jank ass uh card shop in like Painesville Commons? With that really awkward oh, like yeah. old guy with like the eighties the mullet. Yeah, yeah. He's like, Victory Bell, 15 bucks. I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> what was his name? Like Dave or something. Like Dave's Car Shop or something fucking weird like that. Horace. I don't know. Horace. No, it was like Dave or Jim's Card Shop. He was a creep. Yeah, yeah. He was a creeper. He had, I remember. I, no, because there was a music store in front of it. I know what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So that stuff became wildly popular. But, you know, if you got in it, in it at a right time, you know, we were the perfect age. Oh, dude. Yeah. You're perfect age for it. You know, and I, even going back, because they're still making the same goddamn game with different colors. The Pokemon red, blue, yellow, new blue, Pokemon. highlighter color, you know, clear. It's all the same fucking game. <laughs> so I uh, I came to terms with something about myself recently. Uh-oh. Because I, I was thinking about Pokemon. I don't know how it came up, but I was thinking about it. And I was like, there aren't any Pokemon past 151. Fuck all these new Pokemon. They're stupid. This is bullshit. It and doesn't I was like, make any sense that they're going to make like four <laughs> seasons around 150 Pokemon and then be just be like, by the way, there's 19 other continents and there's a billion <laughs> other Pokemon that, uh, that you've never seen. Silly. Yes. But I was thinking, man, I sound like all the old grumpy assholes that don't like The Force Awakens or the prequels. And then I kind of got sad at myself. Yeah, but that still doesn't make sense. And how how are we going to have a million uh, Pikachu running around and then someone just say, by the way, there's something before it's called Pichu, but it's never existed. <laughs> it's lived somewhere like, on the other side of the world this whole time. Like it gave birth even, to a thousand Pikachus and then they all just came over to a different fucking island. Yeah. <laughs> like the prequels and the original trilogy still mesh with each other. They still no, make know. sense. I know. This Pokemon shit's just like, oh, by the way, another 900,000 of them. Like <laughs> This yeah. one, this one's a tin can. It's called Tin Can Mom. It holds shit. <laughs> yeah, I just I sounded like a grumpy old man for a second. I was like, ah, oh, shit. Now I know what it feels like on the other side. <laughs> now I get it. Well, maybe maybe you can play as the ice cream Pokemon and see what happens. Maybe I like the Keymon. The Keymon. The Keyring Mon. <laughs> Keyring guy. Keychain guy. <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah. I'll be the I'll be the grumpy old guy for that one. Still, Digital Cowboy says your uh, your Pokemon collection is Count Dooku money. Dooku, richest Count man, Dooku money, richest motherfucker in the galaxy. Hey, down payment <clears throat> on anything. Um, I so I Pablo Hidalgo. If anybody that's listening knows who that is, they do. Uh, he's in charge. <laughs> he's in charge of like the Star Wars canon stuff. Wait, stop. My phone's not working. Um, he tweeted something. Somebody asked him about Snoke. He said, is Snoke human? And Pablo Hidalgo said he is not human. Ooh. Seemed, seemed kind of simple, but I was like, wait, so he's not a human. So like, is where, is where is that leading us? And then I tried to respond and I was like, do you mean that literally or figuratively? And he just said, yes. <laughs> perfect. Like, uh -huh. You, It's a perfect <laughs> way to get me to buy like your last Jedi visual dictionary because now I don't know the answer. Oh, so, man. but he he put it out there that he's not human or like no longer human or he just said somebody I think somebody uh, tweeted him asking a question and was like is Snoke human or not and he said he is not human and I was like is he not human like because he's evil and he's like an asshole or is he literally a not human species he's more 
machine the machine man now. now. Yeah. And he yeah. wouldn't clarify. And I was like, well, fuck, man. Why I think it would be cool if, hmm, I'm trying, I'm still trying to like theorize around Snoke. Like maybe someone tried to poison him. Maybe he was burned badly, just like Vader. Maybe, I don't know. I have a like bad... how, how would your face end up like that? He kind of looks he kind of looks like a mix between like a Kaminoan and a human. Like it was a bad clone or something. Well, you posted that picture of him next to uh Chancellor Valorum. That that's pretty close, man. I know. That's pretty close. <laughs> yeah. Um I don't know. If, we might never figure out who the fuck that guy is. Yeah. They may never explain it. God, that would piss me off. So, well, Ryan Johnson, actually, he made a comment about that. And he's like, Snoke is there to serve a purpose in the story. If you think about the original trilogy and the Emperor, you didn't know anything about the Emperor at all until he showed up in six. And even then, you really didn't know much except that he wanted to um, turn Luke to the dark side and make him his apprentice. Yeah. He didn't know the whole backstory. Like, he's there for that for that plot point until the prequels came along. So See, they may pull I, that shit with Snoke and like they don't say anything and then maybe we'll get a prequel, maybe we'll get a book like five years down the road or something. See, that's... I'd still like to go back movie by movie and figure out when do we learn what. Like in, <laughs> in episode four, Yoda doesn't exist and the Sith don't exist and the Emperor is only mentioned. You don't even see the fucker. Right. And I mean, there's so much that's involved that once we get to five, like... Bounty hunters don't even exist until five. Yeah. So it's, there's a lot that gets added in five and six. Um, well, you that's, said, what the fuck did I say? Say it. <laughs> Bunch of bullshit. You said this oh. about four or a few episodes ago, how it's so narrow in its, in its storyline. Like it's literally what happens to these three people over the course of this day or two. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then in five, it expands way, way far beyond that. And we get different storylines and then half of our characters go one way, half go the other, and we follow both of them. And it splits it open for uh, for a lot more ground to get covered. And if they follow the same kind of trajectory like they did where Force Awakens is kind of like episode four, but new. And now if we're going to, you know, we're focused on Rey and shit like that. And if we're going to move towards... Last Jedi and it's gonna just blow it open in terms of like the scope of the galaxy and the first order and the resistance. Hopefully. Well, if you think about it, can't think uh episode four was just those three people you followed through, and then five, like you said, they split up, but they almost already did that because Ray takes off with Chewie at the end of seven. So she's already splitting off and she's going to meet wise old Luke. True. I mean, so, we know they're splitting, but yeah. Ooh, I mean, they're kind of their trajectory is Ewoks. Man, I'm fucking excited <laughs> for Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want you want to talk about some of this nonsense? Yeah, let's do it. Ray and Luke. So for a full scoop, go get the entertainment wankly shit, and you can read that, or go to the website and you can read all that. But dude, we got some good stuff, man. All right, continue it. Um, I think Luke is going to be as dark as we're hoping. Mm -hmm. In this one, um, a few lines <clears throat> that I made note of from the uh, from the articles. Luke is a broken man who would prefer to stay lost. He didn't want his lightsaber back when Ray showed up. He didn't want to be found. He's embarrassed or he's like pissed about whatever happened and he wanted to stay by himself on that fucking island. Leave me alone. I don't care. Even if you're my daughter, even if you're Obi-Wan's daughter, whatever the theory ends up being, get the hell out. 
I just want to yeah, sit here I think and be grumpy like, in my fucking robe and that's it. No, I think he was tainted by what he caused. You know, he, he did yeah. a whole new Jedi order and then it fucking came crumbling down and everybody he knew died outside of like Luke or uh, outside of Leia and Han. Yeah. So it's just like, I can't, what am I supposed to do? I'm not going to do it again and have more people die. So I'm just going to go, you know, hang out on this right. furry I, I, Ireland rock, you know? Right. So, yeah. And in following up with that, he also says, Mark Hamill was saying that Luke is kind of upset that he did not live up to what was expected of him from like Obi-Wan. Like Obi-Wan yanked him off of this desert planet when he was 19 and expected big things of him. You're the last Jedi. You're the son of Anakin Skywalker. And Luke failed with Kylo Ren and now he's like in exile for that reason. But it's almost the same thing because Obi-Wan, that's, I mean, even though he was watching over Luke on Tatooine, he failed. Yeah. Anakin fell. He, he, you know, he, he created Anakin for what he was and he was a part of him falling to the dark side. And what ended up happening is yeah. your fucking Padawan went out and murdered everybody, including children yeah. and the goddamn, you know, burger guy at the 50s bar <laughs> down a, the street. That, <laughs> that's a parallel I never really thought of is between Obi-Wan and, and Luke. They're going through kind of the same thing. Same exact thing, yeah. Like Obi-Wan was supposed to bring up this kid Anakin to be a better version of a Jedi or like the chosen one or whatever he thought it was. He failed. He's in exile and he's trying again with to push Luke on the right track. And now Luke messed up. And now he's maybe Ray's going to come train and he's going to try to push Ray on the same track. Make up for his old mistakes. You know what I mean? Kind of happens. Well, that's like that's like a dynamic. I really see. I'm kind of I'm kind of conflicted because I don't think. I don't think we're going to see or hear direct uh, like force ghosts talking to people. I think the only reason we heard Obi-Wan and Yoda when, when Rey touched the lightsaber was their memories were kind of embedded in that item. I think I so, guess. yes. I, I don't think like Obi-Wan's hanging around waiting to talk to Rey. I think... Uh, that was the only path he had, like to like like I'm gonna put a whisper of myself in this thing. That's all I got. I can't like come walking up and advise people what to fucking do. Well, that's a good question. I mean, the Force Ghost thing plays a big part in the original trilogy. So mm -hmm. to say that we're not gonna see that as if it's not possible, I don't think it's more of a question of if it, is it possible or not. It's where did Obi Wan and Yoda end up once Vader was turned back to the light? Where they like, hey, our purpose is done. Let's you know, commit fully no. and like fade out. We don't have to be ghosts anymore. We can be like they. They ended up at the after party on Endor, and they were fucking getting blackout drunk, <laughs> forgetting they were Jedi. hammered, man. <laughs> no, I think it's something like we kind of saw it with a uh, Paul on in Kotor. You know, they're even though they can still be Force ghosts, they kind of like wither away and become nothing, and then they like lose the will to be a Force ghost, and then they just disappear. Yeah. That's possible. I, I don't, I'm not going to rule it out that we won't see any Force Ghosts, but it's probably highly unlikely. Listen, if a living thing can just lose the fucking will to live, then a fucking dead thing can also lose the will to fucking space ghost across coast to coast or shit. <laughs> well, so. they just don't even, not that they lose the will, it's just they don't even have, uh, they don't, their purpose is done, you know? Anakin's back. Um, well, well, we'll see. We have a, something that Daisy really was talking about too, is that how Ray is so hopeful. This is, a, this is a big change for Rey when she meets Luke because Rey is overly hopeful. She lost her parents. She's always excited for what's going to come next. She's super eager to like get off Jakku and like learn this 
like go on this journey. She really attaches to Han. But then she comes to Luke, which she thinks is like what she's been shooting for this whole time. And Luke's like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So that totally like changes, like the cold reception just totally changes what she is usually hopeful for. And then uh, it said something about it triggers back on her abandonment issues from childhood when she was left on Jakku. Well, I'm trying to make a parallel for, with like another movie, like a, a super excited, hopeful fan of someone or something like that. And then they, they find them and it's just like, no, this is my actual life. And they're kind of half broken and they aren't who they were. Or something. I'm trying to make a parallel, but I can't really do it right now. Yeah. But uh, it's... I, I know and what you mean. I, and what what you talked about there is well, because she's so hopeful. It reminds me of that scene in in uh, the Force Awakens when uh, it's a map to Luke Skywalker, and then she like fucking looks at the camera, and goes, "Oh Skywalker!" I thought he was a myth. So that makes me think that even while she was on Jakku, like she heard songs or some weird shit, or like read a fucking Jedi Bible and said it said something about Luke Skywalker in there. So I mean, I mean it's. Same thing, you know, and she... She like, heard songs. All I, can think of, all I can think of is some some minstrel writing songs about Luke Skywalker, the fucking moisture farmer trying to get power converters that saves the it's galaxy. Like a, it's like an old folk song that people just carry <laughs> along with them. Oh, Jesus. Well, yeah. well, I'm thinking like the minstrels from Game of Thrones with this, their little lute. Oh, yeah. And they're just yeah. like strumming along. One day he walked in here and uh, yeah, <laughs> cut uh, off a dude's hand. <laughs> uh, Mark Hamill said a line in his interview. People, it's kind of split. People think that he just was being kind of like playful with the words that he chose. And some people are taking it seriously. He said, quote, Luke made a huge mistake in thinking that his nephew was the chosen one. So he invested everything he had in Kylo, much like Obi-Wan did with Luke. Literally a quote from Mark Hamill. And some people are saying like, yeah, he just said the chosen one, like, eh. Just to relate it to like the other Star Wars movies, he didn't actually think that Kylo Ren was a new chosen one. But I don't know. I don't know if we can say for sure, man. Chosen one from what? He just said the chosen one. So like Anakin was the chosen one, but then he fucked it up. Or maybe he didn't. We don't really know. And now they're like there's room in the storyline for a new version of the chosen one. So maybe he thought that uh, Kylo was the chosen one in sense that he was going to be the one to bring the Jedi order back the the one to reestablish everything. And maybe he was the strongest one possible. Yeah. And then everything kind of came crashing down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a, a last quote from this part of the, the series. We are going to see a lot of conflict in the last Jedi. That is the dumbest quote I've ever heard. No, that's Things good. happen. It's good. Guys, ev- events will oh. happen in the in the storyline. <laughs> there there's a screenplay. <laughs> How many chosen ones are there? Says Digital Cowboy. Yeah, it's a good question. Um I got into this with a few people that redoing this the chosen one storyline would be like dumb. Like how they made Star Killer base like a Death Star. Like they're just rehashing old shit. I don't think it's the worst idea. It could be something along the lines of there was a prophecy of the chosen one. Qui-Gon thought it was Anakin and he was wrong. And because he was wrong, the galaxy got completely fucked for like 80 years. Yeah. And now the actual chosen one is Rey or is Kylo or whatever. But maybe it's the search for the chosen one that causes that. Like everyone's looking for this perfect thing, but you don't get it. No one's perfect. So stop trying to make a perfect Jedi. Of course. Because you see what the fuck happens? 
heads roll. Yeah, you know? and as soon as you put all that like trust and all that power into one person, it just goes goes wrong. Well, especially, and I'm so I, I think we're downplaying one of the biggest things here is the book library that he has. He's found out some information about the Force, the Jedi, the Sith, yeah. any of it. Maybe they spawn from the same fuckers <laughs> on the the Rakatan, uh, you know. <laughs> Missing planet or whatever the fuck it's called, it's legends, hidden planet. It's legends, it's legends. I know, I know, but still, I feel like he's he knows uh, something that's about the greater force. Yeah, that has been lost over thousands of years because people don't even use books anymore. Right. He's got like the so, last six books in the galaxy. Yeah, and one. I mean, Harry Potter, and then there's like yeah, Darth Bane. Uh, Darth Bane. <laughs> He's reading the book of the Sith. He's got He's Drew like, Carpition on his shelf. This motherfucker set a fucking library on fire. What the hell am I going to do? Dude, I, I, I have to go on a rant real quick. So I was listening back to the Darth Bane uh, book after he basically proclaims himself Darth Bane. So back in that day, it was a dark brotherhood. And no everyone was lords of the Sith. No one took claim as the name Darth because that was the ancient way and they all failed and fuck that. Well, he he talked to fucking Revan through a holocron and said, uh, basically, uh, fuck you guys. You guys are weak. I'm going to become Darth Bane. Yeah. He goes against the, the Dark Brotherhood, which is like thousands of Sith. Well, quote Sith. They're just mean assholes. But uh, his blade master trapped him on the hidden planet where the Rakrata are. So Bane is sitting there meditating on Revan's words and his blade master, his teacher walks in and says, Bane, you need to come with me and or you will die. And he essentially crushed the guy with his mind and walked the fuck out. That's what I'm talking about. Darth Bane, make him canon. <laughs> he crushed uh... the guy with his mind. That was supposed to be his master like a week prior. He, he went in fucking had a tea party with Revan's uh, <laughs> holocron and then walked the fuck out crushing his master with his mind. That is I the one that is the one unforgivable for, 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 for the new Disney Star Wars. That's the one unforgivable. I just feel like everything that happened before Phantom Menace could have just remained in place with no issues whatsoever. Yeah, there's <laughs> there's a lot of crazy shit that actually happens. Well, the biggest one is like what happens to Luke where he becomes like a god and like kills Thor. Remember that one? And oh, then yeah. Yeah, he joins the Avengers. It, yeah. Yeah. He joins the Avengers. He, uh, but uh, yeah, I, I think they had to do what they had to do. They had to I clean understand. the slate because yeah. they did have that like God Luke. And then you go back in, in time and there's some weird shit that happens. It's just like, yeah. and it doesn't, that they can't be canon. Yeah. Yeah. So. I understand. Yeah. All right. Well, let's the get back. Pokemon thing and being pissed about stuff. Yeah. Um, well, another big thing was obviously Leia. People are wondering. Uh, this in the article was, I will say confirmed because it was official and it was in the article confirmed by like Disney and Lucasfilm. Episode nine is being rewritten out of respect for Carrie Fisher's passing. Leia will never appear on screen again. Outside so her, of what's our, what's outside of what's already been filmed. So she is she yeah, so she is ending her role as Leia in episode eight. Well, that uh, that officially means she has to die in eight. Doesn't necessarily mean she has to die in the movie. I think the first thing that we, after we heard about Carrie's passing, the first thing that we kind of thought of was maybe she dies after episode eight and episode nine just references back to her funeral or something like that. That's got to be it. 
but it sounds I mean it sounds like they're actually like rewriting stuff to to make sense of it um but yeah I mean they're not gonna do the CGI thing just out of respect so that's good to that's, hear that, well, it, it that's ballsy because that's exactly what they did with uh Tarkin What's what's the biggest difference? Just because she's more fresh and on our mind? Well, that was such a big... That was 40 years, man. I know, but it's still the same thing. They're doing the same thing. Uh, maybe. maybe. I mean, I, 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 I feel it. It's... It, it's No one else is going to play Tarkin, and I'm glad they did that. It, and even though they, they had like a body double, they put the original, you know, stuff over his face and stuff. Um... And he looked awesome. Everyone shut the fuck up. Well, yeah. Uh, no one else is talking. It's just you and me, man. <laughs> <laughs> Your voices. Right. Well. Um, no, so I'm glad uh, they're not going to try to like CGI like old version of Leia or anything. Um, but they talked about kind of her character base and she's always, you know, super on task. She's always like hardened. She's, you know, in the middle of everything. Even though her son just killed her former husband, like even though all this shit's they, going apart, her brother ran away. Is like, that canon that they actually get married? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. Just knocked her up and took off for the fucking Rathars. <laughs> <laughs> There's more money over there. There better be that. a goddamn lot of Dateries in the Rathars for <laughs> for you to leave the princess of Alderaan. Uh, no, I don't know, actually. She's a princess of nothing. Alderaan doesn't even exist anymore. Well, she was a former princess. They, uh, there's two books about her, and there's a third one coming out. Uh, Bloodlines Low is focused star. on her. So it, might, so it might be in there. Uh, I don't know. But yeah, so obviously talking about Leia, she's always you know focused on the task at hand, even though she's lost almost everyone in her life, which is terribly sad. Um, they did mention a bit about the Resistance, which was cool. The Resistance is separate from the Republic. It's not a government or anything. Um, I've already said that. I know, but I was confused as fuck about the resistance for a while. It's it's the exact same thing as the empire. The empire is the government, and then you have the 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 rebellion. It's just a, a no because you, you have the still have the republic, and their support. The resistance is supported by the republic, or at least no, it was. no, no, yeah. no, no. Yes, it's, it, yes, yes. The, listen, the first time ever, and it, it was it was in that Plagueis book, which is not canon anymore, but. They uh, they struggled because the Republic existed, but the Republic didn't have an army to enforce their own laws, and no one ever wanted that. So when so when you look at that, you have the government, and that's it. That's these the out that I mean that is everything. That's the Republic, yes. But when you look at the New Republic, they also don't have an army. Correct. And now you have the Resistance, which is basically a bunch of. Uh, Wealthy people making guns and resisting <laughs> the whatever. First yeah, yeah, the first order. I think maybe so, you mixed up your words, and I was confused, and I cussed at you anyways. I so, don't, I don't mix so up what fuck my you. fuck word. I don't shit the fuck words. Up, man. So the resistance <laughs> is separate from the republic. It's fighting the first order, and then obviously we saw the republic get blown to smithereens in episode seven. So now the resistance is kind of on its own. There's no, there's no government backing them. They're kind of stuck, and they're isolated, and they're fighting the first order, who still. They lost Starkiller Base, but I mean, I don't know where the fuck they're getting their money, but... Starkiller Bases, for how everyone hated it because it was Death Star 3, <laughs> it, it's it's astounding what it did. Like, 
okay, the first Death Star blew up Alderaan, the second Death Star blew up like a fucking Corellian ship, and that was it. Well, it wasn't quite ready. I know, but still, it's fully operational. Um, <laughs> the, yeah, I the, guess the, it was, but they just he chickened Star, out. Star, well, and it was right at the end, you know, the uh, the rebellion did catch them kind of off guard. Yeah, uh, whether true. it was operational or not, you know they they weren't trying to fly anywhere and blow shit up yet. Yeah, but uh, to blow up what six or seven planets in one fell swoop, including the Republic, well, the entire dude, system. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, that's yeah. Because they, I think, what essentially happened was the First Order found out that 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 the Republic was. Uh, built on one of those planets in the system, so it just went over there and blew all of them up. It wasn't wasn't even guessing. Yeah, it just said fuck the whole system. We're good now. Yeah. Um, the only thing I have question about is if they did blow up that whole system, how did Maz Meta or Maz's planet live? Like you still have to be in the system to see that shit, right? That was the question I had too. I don't know if that's been exp- hasn't been explained to me. Maybe it's in the novel or something. But yeah, I was like. In order to be able to see the attack on the other planets in your system, you kind of have to be in that system. You know what I mean? Otherwise, you'd be seeing it like light years you afterwards. But it's also Star Wars, so there's not like legit physics going on. So I I, and I, I stepped on my own toes because I, I I told you how uh, light speed worked. And then I thought about it. And then there's other instances where it works differently. So... Well, it's also Star you, Wars. They may not be taking the legit physics. Right, right. But we, we look at episode four where they're going to Alderaan and it looks like it takes like a week. That makes sense because it may take that physical long to fly there. But because they're flying light speed, it doesn't take any time to everybody else. It's instant for everybody else, but it took a week to fly there. Kind of hard to wrap your mind around that. But at so the, the same people time, in the Falcon were in there for a week. And then everybody else outside of the Falcon, because they're no, going working at normal speed of life, time didn't flies change by. For them. Yeah, just time didn't change. Snap, it's a blink. Yeah, yeah, but it still took those guys to, to even at the speed of light to go a week across, you know, the galaxy. Um, but it's pretty. But trippy. at the same time, there's people in X wings that fly into battle, and it's the next second. They're like they show up into the battle ready to shoot shit, and then they fly in. But they, what are they doing? Taking naps in the X wing for a week? Yeah, that's that's what I was pissed about, and that's the thing that brought it back up. Was one, Force Awakens feels like it all happens within a day, day and a half, and then two, we watching Rogue One, and we were like, they just heard about this attack over here, and they're going to send the X wings from Yavin, but how long yeah. does it fucking take to get there, and how are they going to respond to an attack when they're across the different galaxy? Yeah, it's instant. They they hear about it. Yeah. Hey, uh, this guy left, and he's going to go attack it, and then a minute later, they're there. My mind's not big enough for that shit. <laughs> time to watch Interstellar again. Riley's here, here yelling about Interstellar. Yeah. It's time for me. I got to watch Interstellar again, man. That's one I of my favorite movies. I don't have four movies. hours in my back pocket to watch Interstellar. It's a great movie. It takes so fucking long to watch Interstellar. You just told me to watch Stranger Things. That's like eight hours. If you watch the whole yeah. thing. Right. See? Interstellar. <laughs> Stellar's Stranger uh, Things. Last important thing about Leia and Carrie Fisher. So Leia is... Kind of acting like Poe is a surrogate son since Kylo's an evil motherfucker. And the main thing is that she's trying to train him to become a leader of the resistance or when Leia dies or Leia's incapacitated or whatever the hell it is. Um, so we're going to see some more goodness out of Poe, 
which is a good thing, I think. Instead of just being a hotshot pilot, he's going to try to, you know, mature a little bit and run some things. Which is, which is crazy because he was supposed to die in the first one. Mm. Yeah, back to a conversation we had a while back about the actors and the production team and the shit that happens on set influencing the actual storyline. Like, nothing's really set in the story until they're fucking done with the movie. Right. Because Poe's supposed to die and Oscar Isaac says, no, thank you. And then he lives and now the whole story's different. But just in like a, a snap. Yeah. Because what's... Uh, yeah, Oscar Isaac Newton said, uh, every other, you know, role that I've been in, I die immediately. So fuck you. I'm going to stay in this one because I like the role. Imagine if uh, Sean Ben tried to say that in Game of Thrones. It's like, Ned Stark's not dying. Fuck you, man. I'm sick of dying in all my movies. <laughs> You can't. I'm killing you off regardless. I'm actually going to kill you. George R. R. Martin does not give a <laughs> shit. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, do you have those pictures pulled up? What pictures pulled up? Mopper. The, the show notes with those pictures. What show from notes? From The Last pictures? Jedi. The pictures from the uh, fucking last, the next Star Wars movie. You know, Star Wars, the thing. No, I don't. I don't have them pulled up. <laughs> we'll grab them really quick. Star Wars <laughs> that's show a, That's notes. like the last info... <laughs> Is it uh, enter- <laughs> Entertainment Weekly? Uh, yeah, it's the last um, thing that we got to go over about what we just got last week was all these photographs. Tell me. Okay. Tell me. Photos. Here we go. Force Awakens, right? The first one, yeah, the first one. To- <laughs> <laughs> I'm clicking on it. Jesus, hold on. Okay, exclusive new Star Wars Ooh, okay. So I got a, a, a like a five cut thing. I got Leia in the middle. I got Ray, Finn, Poe, and Kylo around her. Yeah. And moving down, we got pissed off Ray. It says oh, Daisy yeah. Ridley as Ray at the ruins of the first Jedi Temple. Yeah. Now this also uh, is really fucking confusing because they are exclaiming that this is a first Jedi Temple. Yet Jeddah has been destroyed where all the fucking Jedi temples were and the remainder of the Jedi. Like the the memory of the Jedi. So that's kind of confluxing. Sounds like we have to read those novels about Chirrut and Baze. <clears throat> oh, also I fin I finished uh Battlefield 2's or Battlefront 2's uh Inferno Squad. Oh really? Yes, I completed it. Nice. Well let's wait until so. I complete it. All right. Uh, and then the next one, we've got Ray with her three tribe bun bitch having girl. And she's staring at Luke, who is like giving her a fucking glare right out of uh, the temple here on top of that hill. Yeah, he's pissed. Says, yeah, it says, uh, can Ray save Luke from his own darkness? Oh, dude. He's trying to take so- Jedi naps. <laughs> he's the grumpy old guy he's looking at his old Pokemon con- collection and then he just found out there's 700 more of them and he's like fuck this I'm going over here <laughs> um, we've got uh, the next one's going to be Finn and Rose uh, who is a new character if, for The Force Awakens um, people are excited about Rose be, she's supposed to be what an engineer or something I think so yeah so we've got them just staring at, off into the distance like a bunch of creeps uh, moving on, we've got Chewbacca and the Porgs, which I know we have the Ewoks, and I, I'm I'm completely okay with like them existing. But the way they are showing these guys, the Porgs, them, they're they're making them like very prominent in like the storyline. 
I don't. I, I think people on Twitter just love him, and now they're hearing pictures. No. Well, <laughs> I'm gonna make a, a porg hub, and uh, they go out there and watch them take their clothes off. Kill all Giska. Yes. Kill the Giska. Uh, yeah. So I. I it's kind of like things. the Ewoks. Like I'm, I'm completely okay with the Ewoks existing, but the fact that the Ewoks is, exist and took out the 501st pisses me the fuck off. Yeah. So this pork, this, this pork better not save the fucking day, or I'm burning my house. <laughs> well, down. he's in the goddamn cockpit of the Falcon. I know. Over and for I'm, Han. I'm itching my gritches. What I'm, if Han? What if Han transmuted his soul into a pork? Timeout. Um, <laughs> so in the next one, they look like goddamn. Uh, the from the dinosaurs '90s series, not the mamas. Um, if you guys know what the fuck I'm talking <laughs> the, about, you got like dinosaurs nuns. Yeah, dinosaurs nuns. It's Confirmed. called the Caretakers of Ak Octo. Octo. That's the Octo? island planet where uh, Luke lives. Luke's at. Yeah, he's got he's got fucking maids that like fold his clothes and shit. Sounds like it. And they're di- and they're dinosaurs. Yeah, from the '90s. Oh my god. Where's portions? I like portions now. Um, no, and now we never got, again you know, portions. The Praetorian Guard, which everybody's been freaking out about because they do look like Lego bitches. They do. They um, look 3D printed. Yeah, they look terrible. I'm uh, hoping they do at least cool things because they look terrible. Uh, Guys, yeah. they look terrible. They're all like the same color. Like even the uh, Imperial Guards, they like... They look strong. These guys look like they're... It's the same plastic that uh, a Lego is made out of. That's what yeah. they look like. <sighs> I can't, I'm not on board. It says uh, molded it. on the Emperor's ceremonial watchmen from the Return of the Jedi. These crimson armored bodyguards are more like samurai. Well, you fucked up is what I'm saying because that it... Uh, they, yeah. they missed... The, they, that's the one... Like out of everything that Disney's done, this is one big thing that they really missed the mark on, as far as design, because their ships have been awesome. Mm-hmm. So, so we'll see what happens with yeah, them. Hopefully, I, just, they, I can't. Yeah, it it literally looks like a, a Lego guy walking in, samurai Lego. Uh, the next picture, Cryo. entertainment, Wilo Bren, uh, Adam Driver is Kylo Ren in retreat. Um, so I'm assuming in retreat means he's going to be diving into his new fucking uh, Kylo Ren class TIE fighter or whatever the fuck the thing's called. Um, I'm excited silencer. for him to f- the silencer. I'm uh, And so we see here clearly they move the scar to the right like two inches because it's not because the first one it was like across his nose. Yeah, we that was brought up when um, when they released the Battlefront 2 trailer at Celebration. Mm-hmm. People were like, uh, Kylo Scar's moved. Ryan was like, yeah, I look dumb, and I moved it because I have a movie to, to shoot. And that's, that's it. That's super interesting that they would allow him to do that. And I, I, it obviously doesn't make a big any difference to the plot or anything. But it's, it's, I mean, he... So this is the weird thing. So like we said, the movie doesn't have a full plot. Like, episode seven is uh, JJ's. Now episode eight's Ryan's. But if they can just move shit around and make things different, then why why the fuck are we considering this like a continuation? Well, he he was trying to say it from like a cinematography standpoint. Like you saw Kylo with this scar at the end of seven for like five seconds. And now you have to shoot a whole movie with this character being a main character. And if it doesn't look good, 
I mean, it's not that big of a change. And Why then does he and have to he, look good? He's he's a he's an evil character. Well, he I just, don't care. They just decided because fucking they just did it. I'm, I'm triggered. And then and, and, and I, then he showed a pic of what the fucking emperor looked like in episode five on the hollow transmitter originally, like a deformed <laughs> monkey. And then they changed it to look like Ian McDermott. So, so do. do they? So do they expect uh, George Lucas to come back in and fucking fix the scar? I hope so. And, and, and put a fucking wampa in front of his fucking face. All right, do back. I hope so. Um, I'm revolting against got, Disney. The next picture is Oscar Isaac Newton uh, as X-Wing Ace Poe Dameron. He's looking to his right slightly with very <laughs> perspirated. Wait, wait. You need to, we need to make something that says Edgar Allan Poe Oscar Isaac Newton. Like all, <laughs> one big fucking name. I didn't even oh. put that together. Edgar Oscar, I, Poe, Oscar yeah. Isaac Newton. Ed, wait, Edgar Allan Poe Dameron Oscar Isaac Newton. Yeah. There you go. Excellent. Yeah, uh, I, I love Poe. I'm excited for him. And like we like we were just talking about, he could have a much more prominent role in the Resistance. So yeah. Uh, moving on, we've got John Boy Ega's Finn learning to fly because uh, you need a pilot. I need a pilot. Are they going to okay, play that to... fucking Pink Floyd song in the background while he's oh, flying? Bong. That's. We're moving on quickly. Yeah, that's not a great uh, shot. Uh, next shot is the Starfighter, the TIE silencer that we just referenced. We saw to, that already. Yeah. Uh, Kylo Ren. Yeah, this is a full picture. And uh, I think the one that we, we were looking at uh, a couple episodes ago was uh, uh, zoomed in on just his thing. So yeah. we see uh, TIE fighters around him shooting or getting shot. Uh, so and it actually looks like the one next to him is getting blown up. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. He's going to have to. I have a Moving good feeling on. that Kylo is going to wreck shit in this movie. He better because he he wrecked shit at the beginning of the last movie. So. I know. Uh, the next one, Casino at Canto Bite. I yeah. have no fucking clue what that uh, is. Um, it looks like a fun time. So there's a, <laughs> some cool casino shots that we've seen. Here is another design from the new Star Wars that I've absolutely fucking hated. Is Do you see these little speeder things? Uh, that are parked out on like the edges of the yeah. structure with like those weird claws. They look like a fucking electronic measuring thing attached to a speeder in the middle. Like those are one of the worst looking ships that I've seen in Star Wars. I wonder, yeah, it like, might that's, like, make a, a police lot more... speeder or something. Uh, they could be charging stations for like a Chevy Spark. Um, <laughs> we're moving on for tes <laughs> Tesla or something. I fucking hope it is. <laughs> Uh, the Masters of the Last Jedi. So they have the producer. Uh, we have Ryan Johnson and, and uh, Kathleen Kennedy's in the picture. Through the goddamn useless rebellion glass fucking strat <laughs> strategy fucking Green line thing. maps. Yeah, green line maps. That's the best, <laughs> best thing. Uh, moving on, we got Ryan Johnson, who is directing Carrie Fisher as... Leia Organa. I love that shot of Leia. Leia looks like she means business. Fucking pay attention to my shit. Hey, listen up. Uh, and then we have the Star Wars Entertainment Weekly uh, covers where we have Luke who looking just like looks concerned. Frodo Baggins. And he needs some fucking made for men in his <laughs> fucking beard or whatever the fuck thing's called. You get into I like his gray beard, man. 
I love it too, but he just looks like an old bastard who hates all the Pokemon. And uh, <laughs> well, he should and, be. <laughs> <laughs> and then we've got uh, the Ray of Hope. Um, yeah. Miss Daisy Ridley, who's going to carry us through the whole fucking Dude, series. Can we talk about like one of the best casting choices in all of Star Wars history ever? Ray is like one of the coolest characters. I'm so excited to see like how her whole storyline rounds off and like Daisy really as an actress has just been fucking fantastic. She's yes. Yes. I agree. I, there's, I have nothing bad to say go. about Daisy. Nothing at all. I really don't like, even if she was forced to say stupid lines, she didn't say them stupidly. True. Luke Skywalker thought he was a myth. <laughs> like she could have really fucked that up. Luke Skywalker. <laughs> he was a myth. He was a myth. <laughs> I think it's the last. Uh, it's the last shot, right? Yeah, that oh, is shit. the last shot that I'm looking at. Uh, you, we man. see her with Anakin's lightsaber, which uh, still hasn't been why, explained. Why does she have it? Why did it wake up for her? What the fuck? Why does? Why did Maz have it? Yeah, dude. Uh, that was another thing that was mentioned too. Is that Maz is going to have notably less screen time than in Force Awakens, in which she already had very little screen time. So I don't know if we're going to find out about the lightsaber history in episode I, I bet she's going to be she's going to be tortured by Kylo asking <sighs> how the fuck did you get uh, Anakin Skywalker's... Well, does Kylo know that it was his grandfather's lightsaber? Yeah, because he says, yeah, that, that, belongs, belongs to that belongs to me. Yeah, I got his helmet on and his lightsaber. <laughs> Can't find his penis anywhere. Now all I need is this cape to complete my collection. <laughs> Shit, man. Dude, I yeah. we've said this multiple times. I'm going to repeat myself. I just don't give a shit. I may be the most excited for The Last Jedi as I've been for anything ever in history of nerddom and fandom and geekdom in my entire life. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, I'm in the same boat. And the only reason I'm saying that is because when... Uh, Return, or I'm sorry, Revenge of the Sith came out. I wasn't so balls deep into Star Wars, um, so I was. This is a whole different level. Yeah, uh, and and Disney's playing it up perfectly. Mm -hmm. um, but I gotta say, Revenge of the Sith is way the fuck up there too, because for sure I was waiting for that. I I think Game of Thrones season eight is going to be close because I don't know how the fuck this shit's going to end. And Game of Thrones, episodes, how many episodes do we have left? Two. So Two. they're doing seven, seven, and then five. I think seven and five. I've Jesus. I think I mentioned this, but Game of Thrones is quickly becoming my number two. I think I think it is after season seven. It's my number two like favorite fictional universe. Like it's up there. It's right after Star Wars, and depending on how this season ends, dude, I think season eight, The Last Jedi, and then season eight of Game of Thrones. I'm gonna be like I can't not fucking hold my pants on for this shit. We'll see, because Terminator 2 is uh, uh, second right now, right? Terminator 2. Hey, man, it's the best Terminator movie. <laughs> you better stop talking shit about it. Just because you know, the dude's so, liquidated. Liquidated. <laughs> oh, my God. He's on clearance. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I posted earlier uh, our conversation about that. And everybody was freaking out about it. And actually, I we had split. One person said, I like the first one better. And then the other guy said, why is this even a question? The second one. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I so, feel about it. <laughs> yeah. So 
Depends on what you're looking for when you watch the movie, I guess. So it does. And I actually have been meaning to rewatch the uh, the fourth one, which was it wasn't Terminator Four. It was no, there was another one with Christian Bale. Um, oh, Revelation, something, something like that. Yeah, there was. I can't remember what that was, but I've been meaning to rewatch that one. And then we haven't seen Genesis at all. I still haven't watched no. that shit. You know, I didn't even mind the third one. They 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 really dragged the plot along, but I still watched it, and it was still like legit. So yeah, yeah, it's not terrible. And the really cool thing about it, somewhat spoiler alert, is that what they're trying to prove with the third movie is that as you figure out what's going to happen in the second movie and try to change things, now you changed what you thought was going to happen into something completely different. And then the third movie comes along and is in, like in a whole different time era, obviously. And time era. Time era. And again, it just it's the time travel thing that just fucks with your head. You can't keep it straight. I think that's one of the new Pokemon is time traveling Pokemon. Time era. Time travel Kimon. Because <laughs> you don't know. Like you think you know what's going to happen. So you try to change it. And by changing it, now you set on this whole new line of events. And now something even worse is going to happen further down the line. And then you got to come back and change that. And it just never ends. This goes on forever. You know, I have to... I. Uh, I have to shit on the first 150 real quick because the, some of the stupid shit, they were so simple. Like Squirtle, he's a squirrel and a fucking turtle. Uh, well, Beedrill, he's a fucking bee and a drill. All right, he wasn't uh, a squirrel and a turtle. He was a yes. turtle. No, he that's what he was supposed to be. A squirrel and a turtle. Squirtle. Because he has that like fur. Uh, he has that uh I think that's because that, like, he squirrels water at people. I believe not. I, I approach the, the thought differently. <laughs> He's 100% a turtle. He's a squirrel turtle. Squirtle. I, but I liked that they were simple in the first 150 because they were more similar to animals. So it was like, oh, it's just this like new fictional version of the animals that we already know. Yeah. RK9, Fire Dog. I get it. Next. Yes. I, he's one of my favorites. I like him. Growlith. Yeah. Growly, <sighs> ask what you call the, the bottle openers. Sunday liquors. Church, church, church keys. He Sunday liquors. Sunday liquors. <laughs> Uh, you know what the name of this episode is, friends? I already put the name of the episode. What was it? You didn't put it anywhere. Yeah, I put it in the Google Doc. Jon Snow, the uncle of dragons. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Time in. And on that note, friends. Thank you guys for tuning in. Rogue Squadron Podcast. Uh, you guys can catch all of our stuff. And I do want to uh, let you guys know, if you guys are listening right now, we have revamped our Patreon page. You guys can head on over there. We have to give a, a big shout out to Riley, who's listening live, who's helping us out a lot. Um, we're going to try to keep this going as uh, we are in separate fucking states, guys. So This wasn't too uh, bad. Light, light speed does not exist, so I can't be there in uh, two seconds uh, yet. The hollow net is slightly delayed. Hollow net. In our transmissions. So uh, if you guys are enjoying the podcast, you guys can literally just send us a couple deck terries uh, and uh, keep us up and running and you know, keep us going. So we would appreciate that. What what is the it's it's patreon.com slash bunch of dicks. Uh, right? Yeah, yeah. Dick bags. Every single <laughs> thing that we have is rogue squad pod. Everything. Everything. Mm-hmm. Every fucking thing. So just find us like you normally would. Uh just search that shit up. We would appreciate it. A dollar, two dollars, five dollars. Don't get crazy. You don't need much. Just something to cover the cost of the beers, you know. Or you can send us beer instead. That's fine, I guess. <clears throat> 
the other thing, I think well, it's and I, I do want to let you guys know we we have uh, leftover stickers from uh, a couple of, of our events. Yes. So if you guys are interested in receiving uh, a handwritten note from Commander, uh, because I ain't doing that shit. Fuck well, you. Well, I sent a bunch uh, out already. So the, like the first <laughs> batch that we talked about. So you mm-hmm. guys, you guys already know. So we sent a fuck of a full, a fuck of what? <laughs> we sent a full like a batch out already. But if you want to yes. get in on the next round, you haven't gotten any yet, or if you're new listening to this shit and you want a sticker, and just just let us know. We'll get you some. You guys can DM us on Instagram. That's one of the best ways. Or you can just email us your address, uh, Rogue Squadron Podcast at Gmail. Uh, you guys can. We'll send you our uh, our stickers and a bunch of other shit. Um, and then what else we got? We got a bunch of shit. Our, our fanboy commentary, we referred to it earlier. Yeah. Uh, you guys can catch all of that, and we'll sync you up to uh, all of the, our favorite Star Wars movies, as well as all the Batman movies from the 90s. Yes, indeed. Uh, also, don't forget to check out our friends at the Commonwealth, StarWarsCommonwealth.com, and hashtag SWCPod on Twitter. A bunch of other shows that we're friendly with, similar styles, a bunch of awesome guys, some from England, some from Canada. Something in the U.S. is foreign as we can get, but still speaking English. All the fucking <laughs> Commonwealth people. We need, we need uh, a couple uh, Commonwealthers in uh, Australia. Yeah. So I think check, that's the last corner. <laughs> so check them out. Um, all the rest of the shows that are on there. Get some good Star Wars awesomeness in your life. Um, if you're in Columbus, gear up for The Last Jedi. It's coming December. We'll keep you posted. Next thing. Uh, oh, what, Force what? Friday. Force Friday is in like two weeks, three weeks. Wait, what? Force Friday. Yeah, and I know, but that's in two weeks already? Three weeks? It's the, always the first Friday in December. Or <laughs> first Friday in September. This beer's pretty good. First <laughs> Friday in September. So I think it's September 1st or 2nd. Um, but Friday night, so that means... Uh, Jesus Christ. Yes, Thursday night. Friday. So Thursday night at midnight. Um, Target and Toys R Us and I think a few other stores will open with all the new Star Wars stuff that a few irresponsible stores have already put on the shelves already by accident and is now on sale on eBay. Um, But yeah, as happened with Force Awakens was a big event. Rogue One, not as huge, but it still happened. All the new Star Wars toys and things are going to come on sale. Hopefully some new Black Series things, some new Legos. Uh, So yeah, we'll be heading out to catch some of those things. See what happens. See if I can get that tie silencer as a Lego set. Yeah. Are we gonna uh, actually give our beers a rating? Um, we you can do that as a as a final touch. We can, after, yeah. After I'm 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 four deep in our room. I'm not opposed to that. I'm five deep. The uh, <laughs> Bell's Amber Ale is what I had. Um, just like everything from Bell's, it's fucking delicious. I'm gonna say two stars. Solid. Any beer fan should enjoy this beer. Uh, my Yards Brewing Company, Brawler. Now now that you said it's everything from Bell's is delicious, I'm going to give it a two. This <laughs> this wasn't not delicious, but it's I, it's hard to... I wouldn't want to give it a one. Ah, uh, Pugilist, you bitch. Um, <laughs> everything from Bell's is good, but this isn't the Midwestern. It's not like the greatest thing ever. You know what I mean? It's, okay. not, it's not the two-hearted. It's not the Oberon. Um, but it, it's it's a good solid beer. I think it's and it's well rounded enough that like a lot of different beer fans would enjoy the amber. So, I, on a general ale scale, ooh, uh, I'm gonna give it a two as well. 
because this is uh, surprisingly drinkable for how dark flavored it is, but it's still light in alcohol. So nice. uh, two, out, two out of three on the uh, Yards Brewing Company nice. brawler. So. Riley is geek beyond hell that we're going to have two beer reviews every week. I don't know if that's actually going to happen every week, but we'll see. It'll happen every day. If we can try to Patreoning. If we can try to sync them up, that'd be great, but we'll see. Um, Oberon, he also asked about Bell's Oberon. That's a summer beer, so that already came out back in like May area. Oberon is delicious. It is delicious. I think it's still on shelves, but it's not going to be as fresh. And then we're moving into the beer world. The beer world's always like a month early in terms of when they put stuff out. So yeah, we're moving into Oktoberfest season, so we should be getting some fall beers here in the next two two weeks. I got, <laughs> I got a drink. Cheers. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in. Rogue Squadron Podcast. Hi, uh, bitches. I'm not going to plug anything else. I don't think we got anything fucking else. Oh, do you want to plug uh, Drew Carpish and Man on a Mission? Under suspicion? <laughs> we did a... Uh, uh, a quick interview. Uh, actually, it's probably about two years ago now, but we are in the works, hopefully trying to get him back on. Yeah. He was limited uh, with his uh, previous projects that he was working on. Um, so we are trying to get him back on, but a couple of years ago, we had him on prior to The Force Awakens. So we actually had uh, good conversations about Mass Effect. Um, uh, KOTOR, obviously, his new book series, The Chaos uh, Books, yeah, I, I I did finish the first one. It's 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 pretty good. Uh, I would recommend. It's it seems like a long story. The first one kind of just sets everything up and it solidifies everything. Um, but then we had him answer our questions about what he thinks is going to happen in the Force Awakens, uh, and he actually def. I I forced him a question upon him and said, if someone's going to die, who's going to who's going to die? And he said, Harrison. He said, Han Solo's gone. He's out. So yep. he. He also predicted the future on our podcast. So once again, uh, you proves himself can, to be the smartest motherfucker ever. Ever. So. Yep. And he should just write all of the rest of our lives. Uh, you know, he he can complete <laughs> my story, and I'll just live it out. That's fine with me. That's great. Um, so I'll go over there, Drew Carpishin. It's like episode 100, and yeah, I don't know. It's it's. I think it's uh, interview three. Yeah, it's uh, just Drew Carpishin. Just search him. Drew Carpishin. You, you can find that everywhere. Uh, so thank you guys for tuning in. Road to Podcast. I am Opar. I'm Commander Cody.